Have you ever heard of the phrase cash is king? Well, we're going to explain what we believe that that phrase means and how we actually utilize it in our investment strategy because we do believe cash can become a very important asset class, especially in, in tricky markets like we're dealing with today. Yeah, this this uh, this type of market that you see this year in 2022 uh, certainly has raised the the concerns of the investor, and uh, and and we talk all the time about our strategy. We're never ever trying to tell people that our strategy is the right and only good strategy. We just think it's a good strategy. We think it's a good viable strategy, for, especially for people that are close to or in retirement. And in order to do what we do as active managers, we have to utilize this thing called cash. Well, what does it mean? How does it work? Well, we're going to talk about that today in this episode of on a Secure Your Retirement. By the way, if you go to our website, pomwealth.net, go to the blog page. There's an article written on this very topic. We encourage you to go get that. Also at the top right-hand corner, there's a button there. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, how does this work? I'd like to talk to these guys. There's a button you can click on to schedule a complimentary phone conversation. We'd love to be able to chat with you. Uh, that is whether you are a client of ours or not, we are still happy to just hop on a phone call with you and kind of go through anything you'd like to talk about. Before we go into this episode, though, we do have a quick disclosure. The information contained in this podcast is intended to provide general information only and not to be considered individualized advice. Different types of investments carry different levels of risk. As always, please contact your financial professional for advice appropriate to your situation. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. This is the place where high achieving professionals come to gain confidence on how to successfully navigate their transition into and life during retirement. There's no such thing as a passive retirement plan. To have a successful financial future, your plan must be actively managed. Each week, we will bring you action plans and expert interviews that will help you gain insights, learn fresh perspectives, and finally experience peace of mind about your retirement. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stancil and Merce Tariq. Welcome everyone to our Secure Your Retirement podcast. Uh, Merce and I are certainly happy to have you with us today as we talk about something that you may or may not really think about when it comes to investing, but it's cash. And you might think, wait a minute, I don't want to be in cash. Cash doesn't earn me anything. So why would a person ever go to cash? Well, we're going to talk about this a little bit today and give you some context of what that means, what it doesn't mean, why we believe it is an important tactic to use, um, and a little bit about uh, how we uh, use it from a few times throughout the year. So first of all, I think there's a big difference in this cash conversation between an active money manager and a passive or buy and hold money manager. In a passive approach or a buy and hold approach, you would never hold cash. You are always invested. You might change your allocations, but your allocation very likely will not be to hold cash. Why? Because that would be a long-term buying of something that does not produce any return, which is cash. Now, by the way, I, before I go much further on this thing, I'm gonna go back over and turn it to you, Merce, just so we can have this conversation. When we use the word cash, sometimes we've been in a meeting before and we told somebody that we went to cash and the person goes, wait a minute, you went to cash. How did you go to cash? And almost the brain's going, did you get actual cash in your hand, like green dollar bills? 
or did you cash out the account? So could you kind of give us a little bit of an overview of what that means before we go too much further down this road? Yeah. And that is a common question. And, you know, we do this every day. And so maybe we, um, uh, are so used to it that we just say we're going to cash. Right. But what that actually means is we're selling the, in, in our case, we're selling some ETFs or whatever we're invested in, we're selling them and they are going to cash in, in basically a money market that is held within the construct of the brokerage account. So IRA, Roth account, taxable account, whatever it is, all of those are going to have a cash element to it. Just like when you make your IRA contributions uh, throughout the years, uh, around, typically around tax time, you write that check for say $7,000 to go into your IRA to get that tax deduction. It goes into the cash uh, portion of your brokerage account. And then it's up to you to decide, what do I go and buy? Um, same deal. We're selling in this case, and we're putting the money into cash as a temporary hold for us to evaluate what is going on with the markets. Uh, but let's be protected while we're making this evaluation. And then it's sitting there ready to be redeployed when we decide, hey, the markets are looking like they're okay again. Our numbers are telling us what that, that it, it is safe to re-enter and we'll redeploy and go back into some securities. Um, but is, it's not the case of getting some money in your pocket or getting it even sent to your bank. Uh, it's not anything like that that's going to generate any type of, um, well, uh, could generate some tax deals, but uh, in most cases in IRAs and Roths is not going to give you any issues like that. It's purely just a movement to safety. All right. So we understand now when we use this terminology cash, it could be uh, something that is not going to give us a lot of return, but it's not going to be correlated to the stock market nor the bond market. It's just going to sit there in neutral. So why is it that we would ever go to cash and why would cash be able to beat other investments? Well, think about it. If cash is neutral and it's not going up and it's not going down, if other assets are going down and cash is not, then cash is king, right? Cash is going to be the best place for us to be. So now I'm going to help you to imagine a scenario and then Mercer is going to take you through some specific dates. All right. So now imagine that you're invested and the stock market that you're invested in or the bond market, either one is going up. So you're making, let's say six, seven, eight, 10% in a year. Well, that's great. You're beating anything you could do at the bank and a CD and the money market or in cash. But now let's suppose that the stock market starts to decline. You might think about something like a 2008. Now, I, I, we use these numbers and just think about this for a second. If you have $100,000 invested and you lose 50%, how much money do you have? All right, you did the math, you got $50,000. Now, if the next year I make back 50%, have I broke even? No, I have not. That's right, I'm only back at 75,000. So think about it, if I lose 50% of my money, I have to make a hundred percent return to get back to a break even. So pretend that in 2008, when the stock market did drop over 50%, suppose you had a mechanism or a strategy in place that you would have sold and went to cash and you just set in cash, right? So maybe let's just pretend you were only down 10%. The stock market drops 50%. That cash has made you the equivalent of 75, 80%. Why? Because remember, if you dropped another 40, you're going to have to make a lot more to make back to a break even. So that cash protected you. Now, 
if you go back in after that downturn is done, maybe you don't get it at the bottom, but maybe again, you have a good strategy to get you in uh, after the market starts to recover and you get now all of that power of the money that you saved going back into the market, you don't have to make a 100% rate of return. You just got to recoup maybe that 5 or 10% down that you were at in that significant downturn. Now, have you started to visualize the power of cash? Pet cash, money market positioning can be extremely powerful. One little side note before we start going down the dates. You are not worried, or at least let me say this, you should not be worried that the cash while we're sitting in cash is not earning anything. Why? Because that's not the purpose of it. The purpose is to not lose. By the way, very rare, very rare are you going to ever just go to cash and sit there for months on end. That is not the, the positioning of cash. So we're going to use an example. So Merce, could you take us through a real life example of when we use cash and it protected against significant loss? I hope that you are enjoying the show. By the way, if you are in or nearing retirement and are someone who wants to gain clarity on what questions you should be asking, learn what the biggest retirement myths are, and identify what you could be doing to achieve peace of mind for your retirement, get started today by requesting your complimentary video course, Four Steps to Secure Your Retirement. To access the course, simply visit pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out. Yeah, and there's several that we can pick and choose from, but I think the one that's going to hit home very well is uh, March of 2020. Uh, we know that that is when the beginnings of the, really in February of 2020 is when the beginnings of the pandemic came about and we're still uh, in it and dealing with it uh, two years later. But uh, really, if I paint the picture for you, January of 2020, the markets were doing just fine. We knew nothing about this thing called coronavirus. February comes in, still doing okay. The markets are actually in a positive. And then we start to see things happening. We start hearing reports of what's going on overseas and the pandemic begins. Um, so the market starts to fall at the end of February into March. Um, what we know, the bottom, when the market was at its bottom, from its top to its bar bottom, and when I say the market, the S&P 500 fell roughly 34% in the matter of a few weeks. Uh, one of the sharpest declines we've seen in a very, very long time, 34% in a matter of a few weeks. If you're sitting there with you looking at your 401k, your investments, you're, you're buying and you're holding and you're riding it out and, and it hurts, it hurts. Um, what we were able to do because of our methodology, because of our ability to go risk off in that period in March, uh, we actually took all of our clients 100% cash. Now we didn't hit it perfect. It's not possible to hit it perfect, but things, uh, we had enough signals go negative to where we said it's time to go what we call risk off. You're either risk on and you're fully invested in the market or you're risk off and you're fully in cash. And so we went to cash in March of 2020. And remember I told you the S&P fell 34%, our most aggressive portfolio during that period of time bottomed out at a negative 9%. So go back to the story that Raiden was just telling you, if you lose, uh, if you mitigate how much you lose, then you, you're preserving that buying power when it's time to go back into the markets, which is exactly what happened. We sat in cash for, say, roughly about 35 days, 
uh, sat in cash. And what, what we saw happening was the market started to recover and we went back in. Uh, did it feel good? No. If you looked at the news, everything that we saw in the news was negative and, and, and it was just a very difficult thing, thing to do would go back in, but we had to because of our discipline, because the numbers told us back to go back in. And what was nice about it is that we were going back in, not having lost 34%, we were going back in after preserving the assets. So we were able to make a very nice rate of return at the end of 2020 and reduce the experience that all of our clients felt from what was a traumatic uh, couple months uh, from a market perspective. Uh, the numbers told us to get back in. The numbers had no idea what the government was going to do as far as uh, the amount of money that got deployed into the markets to help state keep the economy afloat. The numbers had no idea of, as far as the uh, checks that were going to be cut to uh, American citizens to help them you know, stay alive and stay fed and stay healthy. Uh, the numbers didn't know that. They just knew that the market was going back up and we had confirmation. So we went back in. So that is a a very uh, still very relevant scenario where things like this happen in the market. And you have, if you have a system in place to get you out and which is not perfect, but to get you out and then get you back in and avoid a lot of the, the heartache that the markets bring uh, that's how we can have, you know, a comfortable uh, retirement plan and investment plan that work together really well. All right. So now we are sitting here recording this uh, podcast about mid April. And so we want to tell you about a recent scenario. Now this year, you've got uh, 2022, uh, pretty much had, an, had a, a quick sell-off at the beginning of the year and pretty much went sideways for a couple of months. And then the talks of inflation, the reality, let's say it that way, the reality of inflation, the reality of what's going on with uh, uh, different aspects of the economy right now, the markets picked up volatility. Um, the Fed has come out and said they are going to raise rates and that they're going to do so over a series of times uh, through the next uh, few months. And their goal is to go up significantly from where it was. Well, when that occurs, it can create volatility. So I'm going to give you some specific dates so you can understand where we are. And uh, this is just to give you an example. So uh, on May 4th, uh, what did I say we were recording this? I said the middle of April. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I apologize. The middle of May uh, is when we're recording this. So scratch what I said earlier. That just lets you know that we don't uh, go in and do a bunch of editing on our podcast. So we're recording this the middle of May. On May 4th, if you remember that day, that was the day the Fed came out and said, we're going to raise rates by 50 basis points or a half a percent. Right after that, uh, in the afternoon, the the market took a big jump, went up about two and a half percent. Now I'm going to tell you, our decision had already been in play, had nothing to do with the Fed announcement, had nothing to do with that occurrence, but we had decided that day at around one o'clock that we were going to go 100% cash. So we took all of our clients 100% cash. Now uh, that looked like, on all honesty, if you were looking at it in a very short window, a bad decision. Um, but we were not making the decision on a day. That's not how we do this. We're looking over a series of periods of, of, of different timeframes. We said, okay, it's, it's it risk off. All of our indicators, every single one of them was like this, red lights everywhere, get out, get out, get out. So we made that decision. Well, then if you think back and you might remember this or not, May 5th, the market fell by about 3%. And then it fell again the next day, just not as much. Then it kind of 
went again, and over three uh, trading sessions, the market fell six and a half percent in three days. Uh, now our clients were sitting in cash, and let me tell you, the cash sitting there earning nothing was not a problem. Now, uh, how things play out uh, after all of this kind of stuff shakes out, after all the different aspects of things go, we have no idea. Now, is it our intent that we're going to sit in cash for months or for weeks? No. But the question is, people ask is, when are we going to get back in? How do, you, how do you do that? And we always try to help people visualize that the market is working on what we call an S curve. So imagine an S turned on its side. So you've got a bottom and then it goes up and you have a top and it just does that zigzag. Well, you, we are not trying to tell people we're buying or selling rather perfectly at the bottom. Uh, I'm sorry, buying at the bottom and then selling at the top. We can't do that. That's not, that's impossible. What we can do though, is buy when we see demand and then sell when we see that demand go away. And that's our objective when using cash. So if you're thinking about this and you go, wow, this is a lot, there's two avenues that you've got that you can go to. Number one, you can go to our website. We've got a blog article written on this idea of cash positioning. Second, you might think, I just want to talk to you and see if I can understand how you do what you do. And so you can go to our website. You can go to the top right-hand corner, go to um, where it says uh, complimentary phone conversation. Click on that. We will schedule a, you can schedule for yourself a 15-minute complimentary phone conversation. And myself or Merce will hop on the phone, will answer any questions you have about this idea of utilizing cash. It may or may not be right for you. That's okay but we just want to make sure you understand that there are strategies to protect against significant losses in the market. We do that by using cash. We hope this has been helpful. We'll talk to you again next week. All right, everyone, that wraps up today's episode of the Secure Your Retirement podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off the Retirement Roller Coaster. Just email morgan at pomwealth.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, please share our podcast with your favorite social network so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information. Always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are, and now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you.